podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end, recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. To another episode of Living the Stream, I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host Denny Carter. Denny, how's it going, man? Not bad. I I, I have to say that I, uh, for the past 24 hours, I've been reeling over news that I saw on Twitter uh, yesterday morning about uh, some someone, someone named JJ. I don't know who trading for one Drew Brees. So that. That has kept me up for 24 straight hours, but uh, I hope that we can sort it out. You know. Today. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So I traded for Drew Brees, and this is my this is my home league. Okay, 14 teamer. This is our this is our 12th year. So it's my my big league, and my team is absolutely it's a two keeper league. This is t- totally fantasy douche, but I'm explaining I'm ex- I'm explaining why why I traded for a quarterback. So it's a it's a 14 teamer. Four person bench, short bench, lots of lots of quarterbacks out there as a result. Um, but my team, it's a two person keeper, and I was able. This is the league that I kept Jimmy Graham in that we were talking about earlier in the season, mm-hmm. um, and I also kept Julio Jones because they were both cheap from way back when, when they were, you know, whenever they broke out, when Julio was a rookie and when Jimmy Graham broke out. So I kept those guys. My team right now, Denny, I have I, just because I've I've wheeled and dealed. It's a, it, we trade all the time in the league and whatnot. I've I've done done some work this year, and in a fourteen team league, I have Matt Forte as my RB one. I have Julio and Jordy and Jimmy Graham. And I don't even know that's amazing. Yeah, I know. I've done a really good job with my team. Like Shane Vereen's my RB two, but it's fine because the rest of my team is so good. And if you do say so, right, right. And so I was. I've ridden Cutler all year because you know I have I have feelings for Jay Cutler. You do. And I, you know, I've been riding him. He has a great matchup this week against Tampa Bay. Trade deadline's coming. I end up dealing Ryan Matthews, my RB three, who has a really really unfavorable schedule upcoming, and I am just not buying into that offense right now. I trade Ryan Matthews and uh tony romo because i had i did have a, another quarter i was basically i didn't need my bench space anymore because you know i have jordy nelson julio jones jimmy graham and matt forte mm-hmm. and i was just holding romo because his schedule late is so nice and cutler's is not mm-hmm. um so basically i traded romo and, and matthews for drew Brees because Brees has an incredible playoff schedule yeah just an insane one so the reason I did that was because Matthews – I also have DeAndre Hopkins because, you know, I need that. So, right, yeah. So Hopkins is essentially, is essentially my, my flex, and I have Edelman as well. Right. So, so, I mean, like my team is out of control, and I, it just – it became that much more out of control. I have a team, Denny, that, owned, that, that has Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham. So it's, it pretty much sounds like uh, you are the 13-year-old who's still playing wiffle ball with the 7-year-old. <laughs> no, like it's not, it, it's, not even, it's not even that. I just I, – I had a lot of hits this year. I, you know, I, like I drafted Mark Ingram and I traded Mark Ingram and I, I drafted Lamar Miller and I traded Lamar Miller. I've just been wheeling and dealing and, and selling at the right points. I've been very, very fortunate with some trades. And it just – you know, like this is a case. So like 
the whole idea with late round quarterback, and a lot of people wanted us to talk about this deal in particular because we, you and I both, you know, always talk about never trading for quarterbacks, and the reason yeah. for that is because we're streaming a quarterback right now uh, that we've been going on the Rob Silver Show and doing so, so we have proof of this that uh, uh, streaming a quarterback that's better than Drew Brees. You know, he's a he's a QB four, this Frankenstein that we've built, and and Josh McCown was part of that Frankenstein last week. Um, so, you know, we don't need, you don't need to trade for a quarterback. The reason I did in this case is because it, it like I was able to, it didn't do anything to my team. Yeah, no, no. It, and, and obviously context makes that sound a whole lot better, right. especially, especially because you're, you're so stacked at, at other positions. But I think that, that, uh, you know, I think obviously you would, you would caution people against, um, trading, uh, you know, their, you know they're they're reliable RB exactly. ones and twos and wide receivers ones and twos for a guy like Breeze, even though he does have a really good schedule and he's a buy low candidate after a couple right. uh, disappointing performances. But with context, I guess mommy and daddy don't have to fight. Yeah, against yeah. Me. Well, here and like the thing too that that I really want to drive home is that the whole uh, devaluing of quarterbacks and understanding how that all works, I think, is most important on draft day. It still matters most on draft day. Streaming is is yeah. a very very viable way of winning in fantasy football, but it's not to say you know it's obviously going to be more comfortable for a lot of people. And 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 really like like think of it this way: if we're gonna go into a season and we say you can either have Drew Brees or you're going to stream, which would you choose? You would choose Drew Brees. It's mm-hmm. just the fact that you have no investment whenever you stream and you don't have to pay anything to do that. So right now I'm basically saying like. I'm choosing Breeze over this situation because I can. And whereas, like you said, you shouldn't be giving up valuable start, you know, guys in your in your lineup, those kind of assets to get a quarterback. Right, right. And I think that that's what we see more so on, on, on Twitter right, as right. the playoffs approach, fantasy playoffs approach. You see people saying, I want to lock in, you know, elite quarterback X and I can I trade these these people? Right. Um, and the answer is almost always no. Yeah, so unless you I, have the, the like a ridiculously stacked team, you know, it's just right. you're right. It, it it's 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 very very rarely worth it. Not only that, but there's a there's still a possibility that Breeze does nothing for me or doesn't doesn't perform well. I mean, that's still something that's that's very possible. He hasn't played very well. I mean, we saw him last week at home against Cincinnati. So, yeah, but his his schedule his schedule down the stretch though, man, it's insane. Yeah, so he plays Atlanta. He plays uh, who else? Tampa down yeah. the stretch. Yeah, and there's another like here. I'll pull it up really quick because it, it's like like it's it's just too good to be true, basically. And, and the other thing too that I like that I think is important is you know people are gonna see Drew Brees. Uh, do well during the fantasy playoffs and then there's going to be tweets that say drew Brees won people championships and it's <laughs> like it's like they they spent a second round pick on him and he was basically not very good all season long in comparison to where he was drafted but yet since he was good during this arbitrary three-week stretch he's, he's the person that's winning championships um so breeze in the in the fantasy playoffs week 14 through 16 has Carolina, Chicago, and Atlanta, and then he has Tampa Bay Week 17. But I'm not. I don't play Week 17. No, one, no one should. Except for daily. A daily so fun in Week 17. Yeah, it is. Because then you, I, get, you then you get Niall Davis. Oh yeah, no. I mean, da- daily's the best. I think I've read I've read uh, stories about you know like uh, like people who do it for a living, and Week 17 is just uh, they 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 eat as Evan Silva might say. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, last let's just get into last week since uh, yeah since we've we've gotten through this Drew Brees debacle. <laughs> debacle doesn't sound like a debacle. No, it's not. My team's great. You're hitting so many home runs in that wiffle ball league. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So last week we uh, your defensive picks. Um, you had Denver, uh, which we we wet our pants for. I know. God. Yeah, I love that we named the podcast after that. We got really excited for it, and then they, and then Sean Hill happened. And then Sean Hill, uh, which is the irony of ironies, because I've been fake yes. about Sean Hill for like a year. Because you've peed your pants for Sean Hill before. For Sean Hill, and then he comes and he comes out and and nukes the Denver defense. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was that was crazy. That was definitely not expected. Um, I guess it just goes to show that you should always aim to have a, a home team defense. When home you team defense, man. Always, mm. always key. Uh, so you had Denver, who obviously didn't really pan out. I had them everywhere in daily. That that was not fun. Um, and then Washington, you also had. Yikes. Who also couldn't stop Josh McCown, despite being at home. Yeah, so Washington finished with four fantasy points, tied with New England and and the Giants and the Panthers. So, yeah, that, that wasn't that wasn't great. I had the Dolphins, correct? Uh yes, you had Miami on there. Yeah. So the Dolphins, the Dolphins scored eight fantasy points. They finished tenth in in scoring in week uh, in week eleven. Yeah, and then you also had San Diego. San Diego. They were good. Uh, yeah, eleven points, uh, which made them fifth for the week, just behind Arizona. Arizona, man, you know. I, that's kind of amazing that uh, that that uh, maybe the Lions' offense is worse than we thought. But no, I think it was. I think it's kind of amazing. I mean, I think it's amazing that period that they won that game. Yeah, I mean Arizona's offense. Uh, I mean defense at, at at home is is legit. Yeah, I it's mean Seattle esque. Like the the difference. Yes, they're probably matchup proof at this point. I mean, not that it matters a whole lot because there are a, a lot of really favorable streamers down down the stretch, which. I'm sure we'll talk about you this week or next week. Yeah, so not a terrible week if you uh, if you ended up, especially you know San Diego. I think a lot of people had San Diego last week against Oakland. Oakland's Oakland's offense is horrendous. You know, it really that you just you target them like you target Jacksonville. It really is, and and that's a good segue I think to get into uh, this this week's uh, defensive streamers. Uh, uh, if you don't mind, here Let's do it to it. So. <clears throat> The streaming scores, defensive streaming scores, which you can find on the, the fakefootball.com, dot uh, com, they in 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 order uh, this week. It's the Eagles, Colts, uh, Bears, 49ers, Packers. Okay, now uh, I the Packers are on the road uh, uh, at at Minnesota, but the the Vikings offense it really at this point can be uh, marked as a streaming target no matter what. Okay. Yeah. I, I mentioned the Bears. Uh, uh, I, I sound like Ditka there. The Bears. Uh, um, <laughs> I mentioned the Bears last week as a, as a streamer. Uh, if you couldn't get the top options, only it had nothing to do with the Bears defense. It had everything to do with the Vikings offense. Um, I used them in a couple leagues. They they actually did they did well last week. Um, the Bears scored eight eight fantasy points, the so same as the Dolphins. Um, but anyway. Getting back to the Packers. The Packers uh, obviously have a huge home away split in defensive scoring, as you would expect after two insane outings right. against the Packers. I'm, I'm sorry, against the Bears and King D. Gaff and uh, 
and against the uh, uh, the Sanchez. So, yes. um, uh, but uh, the uh, Vikings offense is gaining the second fewest uh, total yards in the league uh, through eleven weeks. Uh, Oakland is the only offense that gains fewer yards per week. So it's just it's just really like a lifeless life. It's like a corpse of an offense, like a zombie offense walking yeah. out there. Yeah, so it's not I very would, inspiring. Not at all, and they're not particularly turnover prone. But I would guess that the Packers' defense could maybe solve that problem for them mm-hmm. um, and make them turnover prone this week. Yeah, um, the Packers were available on seventy percent of waiver wires before they processed. Yeah, but week. I'm sure more team more owners are going to drop them because Ben Tate's a Viking. And that is a good point, and that changes everything. <laughs> yeah, that changes that. Listen, the 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 four carries that he's going to take, yeah, for it's going to be seven, phenomenal for for seven yards. It, I mean, that that actually changes the calculus on everything. So I'll get back to you. Yeah, on that, uh, the Colts, and I know you faithful streamers are way ahead of me on this, but the Colts are obviously um, a top play, if not the top play, at home against Jacksonville. Sands, Allen Robinson, uh, you know, it's just, I mean, unless the, unless that new England thrashing is going to set them back light years, uh, I don't see any way the Colts are not a, a, a high upside, uh, play and, you know, with, with the, with the high floor, mm-hmm. um, against the Jags at home. So, uh, Jags Packers and, uh, finally, uh, the chargers, uh, who are playing, uh, at the, uh, against the Rams at home, um, and uh, unless you think Sean Hill is is the truth, which I know I've joked before, but I, I just don't see that happening. The Chargers defense has gotten a lot healthier. Um, uh, beat writers for the Chargers have have pointed that out recently, and it has made a difference in uh, in their performance. Uh, they have a a pretty stark home away split defensive scoring wise, yeah, um, as well. Uh, I, I I said finally. I didn't mean finally because the Chiefs play the aforementioned Raiders on Thursday Night Football. It's in Oakland. I know we just said you want your streaming defenses at home. I understand. I think that this is a pretty clear exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. The 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 Raiders run offense is, uh, I as far as I know, almost historically bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay, so. They're they're not doing anything. I don't know what the number fire metrics are in the running game, but they must be like grotesque. Like your eyes must melt out of your head. Yeah, they they rank they rank thirtieth right now. But but the thing is the thing is with with rushing with the with the rushing metrics is that turnovers can matter a lot because, um, basic you know because running the football doesn't impact a game nearly as much as as throwing it does. So essentially, because of that, you know, one one or two turnovers can drastically change the way that a running game is functioning. Right, right. So, so the, the my my point is the the Raiders cannot and will not establish any sort of running game right. against the Chiefs, who whose front seven it has looked incredible uh, of late. Um, I know, I know, Lynch got 124 yards, but that's Lynch. So. Um, uh, it, so that means Derek Carr will be throwing and throwing a lot against the against the secondary. That is pretty decent, not yeah, great. Solid. Decent. Yeah. I, I I really think that this is a this is a game that could be incredibly lopsided very early. And I know that's not like a hot take. I know everybody thinks that right now. 
Um, uh, but and I, I think that th this is an opportunity for streamers to jump on the Chiefs as uh, kind of a, a beneficiary of uh, like a total team collapse on the part of the Raiders. So um, I, I'm using the Chiefs in a few leagues. I, I'm going to have them ranked as my as my top uh, defensive play for for Week 12. Yeah, you know, kind of to your point, like just the strong feelings that you have about this game, because I think everyone kind of does. It's kind of the reason that I'm I'm probably going to fade Thursday night games in daily this week. I'm just I'm like frightened at, at what's like potentially going to happen and me not having the right pieces to it. Yeah, on, on you know, um, I'm only playing on sites on which uh, the Chiefs' defense is is pretty affordable. Right. Yeah, that's exactly because I knew I know that I would not play the Chiefs like just the way that I play daily. I just wouldn't play the Chiefs' defense. I, I haven't really looked at their price though on like DK and Fanduel, but um, yeah, it's... yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I, but I, I do see uh, a game like this. Well, like last week, I jumped in a lot of Thursday too, games yeah. more than usual because. You just had a, you know, you had a, an over under of forty two. Right. Uh, you had two, you know, really good defensive teams playing against mediocre offenses. So um, that's the time to jump into Thursday game. Right. This, this one is more unpredictable. I agree with you. Um, it, it's a game where, I mean, you know, like Jamal is never going to put up numbers like he did last year against the the Raiders. Mm -hmm. But there's no, you know, honestly, there's no telling in a in a in a game like the game script could be could be totally whacked. Yeah, I usually I feel like whenever I like one of because if if I played Thursday, I would force Jamal Charles in my lineups, right? But I usually try to just force players in daily whenever they're cheap, like a Jeremy Hill. Well, obviously that didn't work out on Thursday night, but you know when, whenever guys are cheap like that, whereas Charles isn't necessarily at a at a great price point to begin with, so just kind of I don't know. It feels very strange to me in general. I'm not expecting Oakland to win by any means. I just know that I would just choose the wrong pieces. But like you said. Last week, I only, I actually, I actually uh, entered all of my cash games on Thursday last week, just because I, people, are, people just don't, pe like the lineups that people put together. It's like, what are you thinking? I know. Like, I, why I, are you burning money right now? I played one head-to-head -head on Fanduel uh, where uh, the the person had four people going on Thursday night. Yeah, like what? Oh, what? Disaster! Oh yeah, my god! It's crazy. Um, and speaking of winning and stuff. I want to mention our uh, sponsor, yes. uh, uh, Sportable. That was smooth, wasn't it? That it was. was. Yeah, we're getting better at that. <laughs> uh, it's uh, they can be found at uh, Sportable is and on Twitter at Sportable NFL. Um, the uh, the feature for this week, if uh, if you check them out at Sportable is is a new uh, daily fantasy football themed newsletter uh, featuring DraftKings. Uh, content and picks from our good friend uh, Rich Rebar. Richard, so, yes, Rich Rebar is is uh, doling out his draft DraftKings thoughts uh, and musings, if you will, uh, on uh, on Sportable. So uh, if you sign up for their daily fantasy football uh, newsletter, you will get those picks. Uh, check them out. Sportable is at Sportable NFL on the Twitter. Nice. All right, I guess I'll get into some uh, quarterback action. First, I'll, I'll reference what we picked last week, a quarter or what I threw out there last week. Uh, we had RG3, who you can't play RG3 anymore. You just can't. No. You can't play. You can't invest in that offense anymore. I mean, how many cash lineups did you have Pierre Garçon in on DK last week? I guarantee you it was at least one. I mean, I had I had Deshaun Jackson. He was yeah, and DJ, DJX too. 
Um, so yeah, that, that offense you can't, you can't invest in. Uh, he, he ended up scoring 12 points and he was a QB 20. He did salvage it with a touchdown pass to Roy Hulu, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, like a, like, like a, like a little lob as he's being hit by five guys right. driven into the ground and, and Hulu did all the work. I mean, our, I, you know, I live, I live in Maryland, so I hear a lot of negative RG three stuff. I mean, it is, it's apocalyptic here. I'll just tell you that. Yeah. I, be, I believe it, man. It was, it was really ugly. And then all the post game stuff. Mm. Um, so we had RG three, uh, Josh McCown, like I said, that was our, our confidence guy that we went to. We mm. basically take our confidence guy every week and we go to Rob Silver and we say, Hey, this is the guy that we want to put as the nose in the Frankenstein. And, and we keep adding to this Frankenstein. So Josh McCown was the nose last week. And no, he, I think I think Josh McCown was the 80s jean jacket on Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so he he put up 20.33 points. Uh, he was a QB5, which was the second straight week that he was a QB5 in fantasy. Um, wow. And then lastly, I did throw out Teddy Bridgewater, um, who was awful. He was a QB23, had nine fantasy points. Um, and again, that was, that was because, you know, he did throw a touchdown pass, but that was just, you know, the, the Bridgewater pick was because Chicago had been playing that poorly. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, he, he still didn't, didn't come through. Um, and then before I talk about quarterbacks this week, we had Jared cook who went three for 19. He was a tight end 24. Kyle Rudolph was on a snap count. Um, and hopefully you saw that closer to game time, uh, because they were, they were, kind of making that more and more clear after we recorded the podcast um, and unfortunately recorded the, the other, the other show as well. But lastly, we mentioned Kobe Fleener who ended up being the tight end one in PPR leagues last week. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. He was the tight end one. Like he's like our first, like we needed Kobe so bad last week. Oh my gosh. We did. We needed him so bad and he came through. Um, but we'll talk about more more about yeah. them in a little bit. All right, so quarterback streamers for Week 12. Um, before I get into the guys, I do want to mention Ryan Tannehill, uh, but he's owned in a lot of leagues. He's not really a streamer anymore. I do like him a lot against Denver this week, so um, mm. I would throw him out there You know, as, as a, a pretty solid option. He's been playing it, well. Is he not a streamer? No, he's like 50% owned now. Man, yeah. that's – oof. Yeah, so – um, anyway, let's get into the quarterback streamers of the week. The number one guy that I think that, you know, after seeing all the stuff going on in Buffalo uh, and kind of being afraid of what could happen on Sunday, the number one option this week, we're, I'm going to go back to Josh McCown. Uh, as I mentioned, he's been a QB five the last two weeks. Um, and he, he's got his revenge game this week in Chicago against uh, his now arch nemesis, Mark Trestman. This is like, this is, this is going to be awesome. Arch nemesis. Um, I bet you he's, he he uh, sends him daily texts thanking him for the, yeah. the $50 million or whatever he got. Oh, he's he's totally staying at Tressman's house right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, the only reason he, he signed that contract is because he had three good games under, under Tressman. Right, right. Tressman made Josh McCown. Tressman's the reason that Josh McCown's been a QB5 the last two weeks, and he hasn't even talked to him. I mean, that it's just that that's the reason. Um, well, the, Q, the quarterback for just – Hey Josh, yeah. throw it, throw it up to your big receivers, and they'll catch it. Right, Mark Trestman's actually there's an earpiece in, in Josh McCown's ear, and it's yeah. it's constant. Mark Trestman is just constantly just... whispering to Josh McCown, <laughs> like and, and all, like all the time. He's telling him what to order at Subway. 
He's yeah. he's 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 telling him every he's telling him which gas station to go fill up his 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 tank. Like he's <laughs> Mar- Mark Tressman tells Josh McCown everything. Yeah, go to BP, not Exxon. Yeah, exactly. Um so, you know, Chicago played well against Teddy last week. Um but let's not forget that in the 3 weeks prior to Teddy Bridgewater playing against them, uh Ryan Tannehill was a QB4. Tom Brady was a QB two. He would have been QB one if not for Ben Roethlisberger that week. Um, and Aaron Rodgers was a QB one. Aaron Rodgers tore them up. Um, they've allowed a touchdown pass to every single quarterback that they've faced. Uh, and Josh McCown has at least two touchdowns in every completed game that he's played so far this year. You know, I think that we're going to, you know, people might look at uh, his, his fantasy point totals in the season and see the, the, the terrible game he had against Atlanta. And it was terrible, but it, was, it also was not complete. He didn't play the whole game. And we saw that in the first half against Washington, Josh McCown can can really make you sweat, like a lot. He had like two points at halftime. God, yes. Man. So so let's not you know who knows what would have happened in garbage time against Atlanta as well. Um, so you know there's that, um, and then obviously you know you have Mike Evans who's on a roll right now. Is he's playing mm-hmm. better wide receiver than almost anyone in the league. Um, and I think that the game flow itself could really dictate a lot of passing against Chicago. My 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 biggest fear right now, I think, is that there's apparently some weather concerns there, but I, you know, it's it's Wednesday night right now, so who knows what's going to happen on Sunday? It, is it weather like like snow or wind or what? Wind, I heard, uh, which would which would be a bummer. Yeah, wind is the thing. You remember, everybody, uh, it's not necessarily precipitation that suppresses uh, uh, point totals. It's it's wind speeds. So watch right. out. Right. Um. So the the next guy, you know, speaking of weather, the next guy that I do want to throw out there is Kyle Orton. Um, I'm not that confident in this because anymore. I, I was at the beginning of the week when when Denny and I talked about this. Um, who who our quarterback streamer would be this week? Um, I did say Orton was my favorite guy, um, but with all the weather going on there and and there's a really really low over under. I don't know if that's a result of the weather itself or just because that's legitimately how this game could go. Um, I'm, that's scaring me off. Uh, but the Jets are still pretty horrible at defending the pass. You know, Ben Roethlisberger is the only guy that hasn't thrown two touchdowns against them. Um, and Orton threw four touchdown passes against them the last time they played. That was that game where I, I think that game where Sammy Watkins was like taunting before he went in the end zone. And then, and then he went on to score a deep, a deep touchdown after that. Yes. Um, so I, I, you know, I do think that Orton has a relatively nice floor. You know, he he doesn't have fewer than fourteen fantasy points in any given game outside of what happened last week. But last week it was against the best secondary in the NFL. So you know, because of that, I think you know you can kind of give him a pass for how he performed against Miami in, in a division game. He's actually been pretty good um, mm-hmm. from a fantasy perspective, even from a real perspective. He hasn't been bad. So you know, I think all of that combined, he makes for a good option. I wish that they were playing in like a tropical location rather than. Buffalo, which is apocalyptic right now. Um, I mean, look in my in my America, everybody plays in a dome. Right, right. If if everyone were playing in a dome right now, honestly, I think that I would have trouble choosing between Josh McCown and Kyle Orton. Yeah, of course. Me, yeah. I would go with Orton. Yeah, I really think I, I think Orton Orton has a really really comfortable floor too. So yeah. Lastly, um, I'm going to talk about Zach Mettenberger because I I was. Pulling, pulling some data earlier today, and it was really, really interesting to see uh, how bad Philadelphia's been 
against quarterbacks this season. We know we, we've obviously targeted Philadelphia so much this year on the podcast. Um, but, you know, obviously, number one, he's going to see an uptick in volume since he's playing Philadelphia. That's just what happens. Um, the Eagles allow the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks, uh, including at least two touchdown passes in every game, aside from when they just completely annihilated Eli Manning. Which we all remember because I'm, I know a lot of us played Eli Manning. That week. Yeah, never forget. Never forget. Uh, but here's what's really interesting. You know, it's not that, you know, whenever you look at, at these cumulative numbers and see how, uh, you know, the Eagles have given up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks, you might say, oh, well, maybe there was a performance where a guy went nuts. And that's not untrue. But at the same time, they've played 10 games this year and eight quarterbacks have been top 12 quarterbacks against them. Eight. Wow. And and one of them who wasn't a top 12 quarterback was Cam Newton, who finishes the 14th best. So you're looking at a 90% chance, a, a random sample of the guys who have gone, a 90% chance that that player was a QB 14 or better. And that's insane. Um, and, and not only that, but we're talking about guys like Chad Henney, Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Austin Davis. Yes. Four guys who don't even have the starting job for their team anymore, who wow. are who are QB ones against Philadelphia, like that's, it, a, that's it, a great stat. Wow. It just it blows my mind. I mean, it, it's crazy, and I think you know just because of that, I don't even care who's who's under center for Tennessee. I, I don't care. I don't care if it were if it was Xavier, your, your son. <laughs> he would he would up. be a QB one against Philly. I mean, if not QB one, right on the edge, you know, right. Maybe on the edge. a fringe QB one, yeah. I, I, I am uh, probably a little more bullish on Mettenberger this week that uh, than you are. I, I mean, those are great stats. And I know that you are legitimately recommending him. Right. I am going to be pretty much all in on Mettenberger in uh, some DFS games um, because I think that his ceiling is tremendous in this one. Um, I mean, the, like you said, it's not it's not just elite quarterbacks that have been roasting, uh, you know, roasting the Eagles. It's uh, really really bad quarterbacks, and Mettenberger might be bad. I I don't know. Right. But when you uh, adjust for strength of schedule, the Eagles are giving up twenty fantasy points a game to uh, two quarterbacks. Only the uh, Bears and Washington are worse. Right. Um, so, you know, the Eagles are not just. Like like a nice play, like a decent play. There, that's that's like almost as juicy as it gets from right. a streaming standpoint. Um, you know, I don't. I, I the one thing I worry about is the Eagles' pass rush, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, their their pass rush uh, pass rush bolstered by their blitzing is legit. Uh, they're they're rated by Pro Football Focus as the third best pass rush in the league. So I worry about like you know the statuesque. Mettenberger standing back there and just getting creamed like he did against the Steelers. I mean, the, right. the Steelers uh, seemingly hit him every play. Right, and the Steelers' uh, pass rush pass rush is terrible. Right, and, yeah, and and they so that that does freak me out a little bit. And that that's what I mean. You know, you remember uh, Eli Manning's uh, bad day against Philly was exclusively because of the pass rush. Exactly. Yeah, he, he couldn't even finish a drop back. He right. couldn't even finish a five step drop back. So uh, that that worries me a little, which is why I would never. Uh, play play Mettenberger over the other streamers you mentioned, but if you're in a deep league, uh, or you know if you're if you're playing daily and and you're in, in a big tournament or something, I think that you could do a lot worse than 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 the the old Met 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and what's hilarious is the last two weeks, everyone's like getting kind of back on the Justin Hunter train. Like they, they think that it's going to like happen again. And he got burnt. Like they got burned when he played Baltimore because Baltimore was playing cornerbacks who like never played football before. And then last week there was obviously a great matchup. And then Nate Washington was the one who got the 80 yard touchdown. Oh my God. I mean, I think that, you know, Hunter's D gaff rating is pretty much off the charts. Oh, it's, it's pretty bad. That's the entire reason Mettenberger had that pick six to start the game. Yeah. The guy, I mean, you can just tell he just doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't at all. He's like, imagine Jay Cutler throwing the ball to Justin Hunter. Right. I mean, I, Hunter could do anything he wants on the field if he wanted to, but he doesn't want to. Right. So he just I doesn't think, feel like it. Yeah. So those are the three Mettenberger Orton and Josh McCown's going to be our confidence guy this week. So hopefully he comes through. And, and by the way, Sanchez is not a streamer, everybody. Right. He's not. I also, I don't know, like, like with Sanchez, I think that like, it's, it's a, it's a really good example of uh, our, our recency bias whenever uh, but there's it's not necessarily recency bias it's another kind of bias like the first thing that happens is kind of what sticks in our head oh primacy primacy right so i think i really think that that's what's happening with mark sanchez because he had that juicy matchup against carolina he took advantage of it i think that he's good don't get like i think that he's a fine fantasy option don't get me wrong and he was actually fine against green bay when it was all said and done mm-hmm. um i just think it, it's one of those situations it's the same same thing that we deal with in fantasy all the time where you know, I think a good example this year is Deshaun Jackson, who was completely awful to start the season. And and then he had like four straight 100-yard games, and people still think that he's awful in fantasy. But he really hasn't been. He was last week, I understand, and he's probably going to be now that A, that I said that, and B, because the Redskins' offense is a dumpster fire. But it, it's just the example of like of, of seeing that, and especially because it was on primetime, and, and seeing that happen and then thinking that that's going to continuously happen um, so I don't know. I still have my hesitations with Sanchez. I know that you're, you're higher on Sanchez. You like him more than I do, but that's, I, I like him because I don't like myself. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. That's yes. <laughs> yes. That's a good, good point. Um, all right. Do you want to talk about a tight end? Yes, I do. Uh, I am going back to the, uh, Kobe Fleener. Well, uh, this week because he's still available in a lot of leagues. Uh, even, uh, even though Dwayne Allen is, well, I think I guess it's presumptuous to say that Dwayne Allen is not expected to play, but he hasn't practiced and it seems very unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is a roundabout way of saying he's not playing. He's not playing. Um but anyway, Fleener's still available in seventy three percent of leagues. Um he plays uh he plays the Jaguars, uh, who are giving up a lot of points, although I'm looking for the exact points to Tight ends. Uh, they're giving up um, 12, uh, 12 points per game to tight ends. Um, Fleener, shockingly, was out targeting Dwayne Allen before uh, last week's game. Yeah, I know. It was, like, it's crazy. Like headed into the. So I'm not. I'm. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not like a Fleener apologist. I'm not saying like if you just give him a chance, he can thrive and be an elite option because. Um, he showed last year when when Allen was hurt for almost the whole year uh, that he's not right. uh, that he requires massive volume to to produce uh, fantasy wise or I guess reality wise as well. Uh, so you know I'm not I'm not saying that he's this great tight end, but if you embrace him as 
a, a really high floor streamer. I think that that you'll do well down the stretch here. When Allen, if and when Allen returns, the story changes. Um, but um, I think that he has a nice matchup, and um, and Allen is not expected to play, so he'll be in he'll be in a few of my lineups. Yeah, Kobe Fleener the last two weeks has been the fourth best and the best tight end in in, uh, in the league. Yeah. He's, he put up 17.7 two weeks ago in PPR leagues and 21.4 last week. It's it's crazy. I, I, I actually own a lot of Fleener and MFL 10s because I hate money. Um, <laughs> no, he's just – he's such a high volatile uh, volatility guy that, you know, he's perfect for that kind of format. You knew that he – like, Kobe Fleener is the guy that just, like, like, does absolutely nothing for three weeks, and then all of a sudden he puts up 21.4 points and – and Dwayne Allen just hasn't been able to stay healthy, unfortunately. It is unfortunate. I I I think that he, you know, I mean, he's not going to be Gronk uh, if he had the thing if he had the gig to himself. But I think that he could be a top three or four guy. Yeah. Yeah, I really like. I love Dwayne Allen. Um. So the guy that I want to just bring up is uh, Charles Clay, who hasn't lived the stream very much this year. Um. <laughs> But like I was looking at his numbers uh, earlier today, it's it's really crazy. He he now has 17 catches over his last three games on 23 targets, and as a result of those uh, in PPR in, in PPR leagues, uh, it hasn't just happened in one week. He's ranked sixth, ninth, and eleventh in tight end scoring. So he's been a a tight end one for three straight weeks consecutively, um, and and he's been really good. You know, he's been really good of late. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he was hurt to start the year, and he's kind of coming back into form, and they're using him more. Um, so he's facing Denver this week, who's bottom ten against tight ends and fantasy points against. Um, and and you know that they're that that Miami's going to be throwing the ball to to keep pace with Peyton Manning and company. So I like I like Charles Clay a lot. Um, that's you know just because Fleener's owned in so many leagues, that's kind of the direction that we have to go uh, when we're when we're recommending a lower owned tight end, you know, we, or, or a typical streaming tight end. So Clay's, yeah. Clay's my man this week. I, I like Clay. Uh, he's, um, uh, according to the Rotoviz uh, projection machine, uh, his median projection is 10.9 PPR points against the Broncos. And his high projection is 16.2. Uh, so um, that, you know, that, that's a, that's a, a tool that I turn to. A lot of times for streaming purposes, um, I I think that he sort of has a surprisingly high uh, floor in this one. Yeah, I really like him this week. Um, all right, so that's it. We got Kobe Fleener, Charles Clay, Mettenberger, Kyle Orton, Josh McCown, Chargers, Colts, Packers, Chiefs. Boom. All right. That is week twelve. We're almost done with this. Unreal. All right, so it's time to get to the unbelievably large amount of Twitter questions that we have. Did, did we have any? Yeah, did we get Twitter questions? Huh. Uh, so I tweeted out earlier that we were taking questions, and we got more than we I think that we've ever gotten. So we'll be as quick as we possibly can, and, and I'll I'll do my best to read well. This is from <laughs> at Griffin Post. If I have Rivers, should I look to stream rest of season? And just to give you an example, he says Sanchez, McCown, Eli, Dalton, Hoyer, all of them are available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would. One million percent. Rivers is not plug and play. Uh, this is from Aaron Messing. He said, question for the pod, six-point touchdowns, Cap or McCown this week? Uh, cap. You got to go Cap. That, that matchup is so gold. 
Oh, yeah. Washington on the I mean Washington is on the road and playing in San Francisco. Right. And and uh um last year I I believe it was last year um uh Anquan Bolden did horrendous things to the Washington secondary. Oh yeah. So. I love dude Bolden's you know Bolden's like my like my favorite kind of player in fantasy. Of course he 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 uh he checks all the boxes for you. Oh. He's 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 old, he's reliable. Yeah. You know. Gets volume. Yeah. He has six targets in every game this year. He's like the he's like the he's just a perfect cash game playing daily. I haven't been drafting on in my cash lineup. Uh all right. This is from our buddy uh at AFC to NFC. He says, Don't know if this fits the show agenda, but how do you guys feel about streaming McCown in a must win situation? Yes. Yeah, you know, I when I when I see people say um you know, uh, th- this is a must-win. I mean, I I, under- I understand that, uh, and I'm in a couple positions. Uh, I'm in a couple leagues where I'm in in that position this week, but that doesn't really change my calculus of who I'm playing. Right, I agree. It's the same. It's the same process. The same logic. It's not like Josh McCown knows if it's an important game or not. It, you you know what it's like to me uh, as a, as a former obsessive golfer. It's like saying that I have to make this this five foot putt. Right. Uh, whereas, you know, every five foot putt you would you want to make every five foot putt. Like right. You, it, it's it's just it's sort of that same that same mindset. It, and, and you're right. Yeah. Josh McCown uh, doesn't give a crap that it's a must win game for you. So yeah. just play the matchup. Yeah. Play McCown, Justin. Uh, this is from at James underscore Gordy. He says Sanchez or Cutler this week. Give me all the cutler. Yeah, no, it's cutler. Um, this is from at jbells underscore three. This is the best question that we got all day. It actually has five favorites because <laughs> I favorite all the tweets whenever I read them on air. This one has five. Larry Donnell, Owen Daniels, Jason Witten. You have to sit one, stream one, and marry one. I saw that. That, that that's a very that's a very uh, scrubbed down version of the actual joke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very, it's very. We're we're family friendly. We are. There are kids listening. Yeah, yeah, lots of them. Xavier tells his friends. <laughs> My dad does this podcast called Living the Stream. Right. They're in, they're um, in their their toddler fantasy leagues. So who would who would you sit out of Donald Daniels and Witten? You you're sitting one, you're streaming one, you're marrying one. I'm gonna stream Larry Donald because he has a pretty decent matchup this week. Yeah, me too. And and I'm gonna sit. Who are you gonna sit? Daniels I'm or Witten? Oh, gosh darn. Uh, <laughs> which one would you marry? Okay, okay. Which one would you marry? I mean, you know, Daniels is a pretty good looking guy. Dude, no, Jason Witten is so friendly. No, he and he's a good dad. Yes. Jason Witten's a great dad. Yeah. Jason Witten would would make meals. He would yeah. he would no, be he great to the children. Yeah, he takes the ki- he takes kids to the park. Yeah. You know, he he and he runs around. <laughs> he runs around <laughs> with the kids like a dad. <laughs> uh, you know what's going to happen? Is we're we're going we're gonna to call Jason Witten fat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not calling him fat. We already got. We already got grief for that. No, no, no. He's a. He's a. He's a nice guy. You know, I'm gonna marry. Yes, I'm gonna marry Jason Witten because that guy's a damn good dad and a dad runner. The best. The best. 
Sorry, I, I lost control there because I kept thinking about the guy that complained. <laughs> Our only one-star review on iTunes, for, for those of you who aren't aware, is when we joked about Jason Witten being out of shape and fat and someone took it seriously and he got really angry <laughs> on iTunes. And he said, he was like, Jason Witten's not fat. Jason Witten eats healthy. He's one of the healthiest <laughs> eaters on, on the Cowboys. <laughs> he goes to Smoothie King. And they're like, it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, it, he definitely goes to Smoothie King, and he definitely thinks that it's healthy. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that he runs like a damn dad. Yeah, he's the best dad. You marry him. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, this is from at Dryden Lives. Browns or Dolphins defense this week? There is no other option. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Can't make this oh up. Oh, my God. That's right. Well, it has to be a 2017 league. <laughs> Definitely. So the I Browns, mean, the Browns play Atlanta, and Miami plays Denver. You got to go I Cleveland, ge- right? I guess the. You know what? <clears throat> no, 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 no. I'm going with the Dolphins. Just I'm going. The, I don't care. That's it. What? It's a DGAF move, but I'm going with Dolphins. James Dryden, we're not giving you answers because I'd go Cleveland. Uh, this is from at 319 Woody. Uh, he said, league goes to week 17, streaming not allowed, 15 to 17. I'm already in. Whose schedule works best? Uh, I mean, there are guys that, like, you know, I wrote a playoff article. If you're listening to this, I'll send you the link to it after. There's there's some guys uh, that I mentioned in there that have pretty favorable schedules. That's why I had Romo, for instance, in that one league. Um, no, no streaming allowed. Yeah, I don't know what that. I don't. I'm, I'm assuming no waiver wire ads week fifteen to seventeen, which so is you're kind in of Kenny Darter's league. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Darter's yeah. the commissioner. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so this is from at K, K of the world. Uh, he said, firstly, Owen Daniels, Tammy, or Rudolph this week. I think I – oh, man, that's tough. Owen Daniels actually uh, – he plays New Orleans. New Orleans is actually the top-ranked team against tight ends. I know. Um, I would go – I would probably still go Daniels. Because I, yeah. I, I think – if Julius Thomas plays, you're not going Jacob Tammy. No, but even if <laughs> even if Thomas doesn't play, I refuse to buy into Tammy. I refuse. Why? Because we like, do it every year? Yeah. No, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm kind of like, done too. He got ten targets last week. He ended up with uh, three standard fantasy points. Right. So he's the Trent Richardson of tight ends on ten targets. Right. I mean, look, this is 2006. I'm all in on Tammy. Right. But right. It's not quite. But now he's a grandpa. Um, such a grandpa. And then secondly, he said he dropped Michael Floyd on Saturday, so I suck. Well, so he uh, sucks. I don't suck. I did. No, I did too. I dropped him last week. And I would, if you've ever seen the exorcist vomiting scene, that was me. Nice. Wow. Nice. Uh, this is from at RFL red zone. He said PPR Andre Johnson or Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. I go Josh Gordon. I actually really don't like Andre Johnson's matchup this week. Oh um, yeah. No. Yeah. This is from at J underscore John 23. I traded Alshon and Ben Tate for pay. For Peyton four weeks ago, am I awesome? <laughs> wow. I mean, it's, it kind of depends. We asked for questions. I guess that was a question. Yeah, are you awesome? You know, probably. Actually, the first the first part of that of that statement was I traded Alshon and Ben Tate for Peyton four weeks ago. 
because it was a question. <laughs> anyway, this is from at frivol- frivolously LTS. Pumpkin pie or apple pie? Which one, Denny? Oh, uh, apple pie. Oh. In my America, there is no pumpkin pie. You're wrong. It's pumpkin. <laughs> no, we're over. We're done. Uh, standard scoring also. McCown as a playoff run plug and play. No. No, stop. No, you don't need to do that. This no. is from Oshkosh Jeff. He said, in wide receiver bye week hell, which two do you like in PPR? Decker, Kendall Wright, Malcolm Floyd, shower cry time? I mean, probably shower cry, but I'm actually going right. Yeah, he's going to probably get some volume. He wasn't terrible last week even. He had like 70 yards. Yeah, no, I'd like it. If I'm, you know, if I'm bullish on, on, on Mettenberger, I, I think I have to be bullish on Wright. Yeah. Oh, there's another. You have to choose two, though. I I would probably go. I like Malcolm Floyd. I like he he might get a touchdown. I don't really trust the the Jets passing offense in Buffalo this week against against them. No, no. Bills. Uh, this is from at uh, galloping galloping l galloping okay. a e l. If Travis Kelsey were a tree, what kind of tree would he be? An underachieving one? I don't know. <laughs> An underachieving tree. All right, we'll say that. Uh, this is from at Robot Leader. Zeus or Kobe? It's a good question. So, Kelsey or Kobe? I'd go I'd go Fleener. I mean, yeah, Fleener. I mean, look at one guy is involved in the offensive plan, one guy is not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is from at J underscore John 23. Again, I think. Uh, is it late enough in the season to hold on to two defenses for matchup purposes down the stretch? Yeah, I'm doing that in, in, in a couple. Yeah, me too. Um, this is from at Samuel Brady. He says, streamers to grab now for playoff run. Love the pod. Thanks. Sure. Uh, well, uh, defensively, I actually, um, if, if you go to thefakefootball.com, I wrote an article last Friday outlining um, top three or four or week 13, 14, 15, 16. So check that out. Cool. Um, this is from Oshkosh Jeff again. He said, as a follow-up, he's been riding Antonio Brown and Benji all year. Oh, never mind. That's not going to be important. Um, this is from at James underscore Gordy. Pick two and standard for this week. Jennings, Hill, Mason, Blue, if no Foster. So, Rashad Jennings, the Giants, who do they have again? Cowboys. Right. That's a decent matchup. Yeah, I like I like Jennings. I'd probably go Jennings. If, if if Foster doesn't go, you have to play Blue against Cincinnati. Sure. We'll just say that. I, I don't yeah. I don't mind I don't mind Mason either. I mean I think that, that the, all three of those options are pretty good. Um this is from at oh my god. Lugin three two 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 five. He said Crowell, Ivory, or Hill. I'd go Crowell. Ivory or Hill, uh, yeah, I, I guess I, you know, I'm so, uh, I'm not invested at all in that Cleveland backfield, so I'm so, but yeah, I guess Crow. Um, this one is from Andrew Schmidt, twenty four. He said one league gives point one points for every return yard. Is that enough to play Cordero Patterson and Keenan Allen for punts over Joik, Geo, or F Jacks? So. I think Cordero that might if if it's kick return too. I think he's in like the five hundred yard range, so that would be like five five points per game. 
which is pretty mm-hmm. significant. Um, and it's not – I'm not like – like I don't mind – I like Joik this week. Uh, but – Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't know if I could trust Cordero Patterson at all. Keenan Allen I don't think doesn't have many return yards. All right, so our next question is from at the underscore real underscore Kurt. And he says, what is the best way to mentally prepare yourself for playing Jay Cutler? I think uh, the best way, the way I go about it is I I smoke two packs of Marlboro Reds. And uh, then I throw up a little and then I watch the game. Perfect. That's actually, it's funny. That's what I do. (laughs) Uh, This is from at Mike underscore Bory. He says, Narrative Street, Josh, Tanny, or Orton. Uh, I think I'd go Tannehill over them this week. Really? I yeah, I, th- I think I'd still go Tannehill. You'd go McCown? Yeah. I think I I think I still like like Tanny more. Um This is the same exact question from the same guy, but it says Sanchez, Narrative Street, Josh or Orton. So I think that's when we go Josh McCown, right? Yeah. Or would you go Sanchez? You go no, McCown? I, I have McCown ahead of him. Okay. Um, the next question is from at Luchin32225 again. Welker or Caldwell if Sanders is out? Oh, gosh. Neither. I don't like either of them. No, like, yeah. Like Caldwell's, Caldwell's had this opportunity before, and he's done nothing with it. Nothing. He had he had two touchdowns at one time, but, like, it, it, like – he gets like he had like forty yards or something. I just I don't know. I'm just not really into the situation. But I guess I'd I'd go Welker. I guess. Yeah, if those are the only options. Uh, this is from our buddy T.J. Hernandez. He said, "Favorite Thanksgiving side." Mm. Do you, Do you have a favorite, Denny? I don't actually like Thanksgiving uh, dinner. So. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I I mean like. Uh, does anyone really like turkey? Is that yeah? You like you actually eat it and you and you mean to you like it? <laughs> I I love it. What what are you? I don't know. I mean, I like you know. I don't know. I, mashed potatoes. I guess I, I you know I'm just not into it. I just don't. There are a lot of things I'd rather eat than Thanksgiving dinner. I said it. I said it. If you guys all wondered how Denny keeps his figure, you just figured out why. <laughs> <laughs> something sounded like it just crashed in your in your room yeah no i i was i was furious about you insulting my figure <laughs> this is from at fantasy cheesehead one he said how long until t rich lets heron pass him on the depth chart i think i think it already happened yeah that happened <laughs> god t rich is not gonna do anything no that's my, I- that's my hot take of the night you know, my hot take is bet against Trent Richardson at all costs. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. This is from at Black Bear Hockey Fan. Pulp or no pulp in your OJ? What are with these these questions that are not fantasy related this yeah. week? I like no. pulp. I like pulp. I, you do? Wow. Well, so we're literally completely opposite <laughs> right now. Because if there was pulp in my in my OJ, I would freak out. Freak out. It, so I think it all this all started because I own Drew Brees. I'm I'm not I'm not happy about it. I mean I'm okay with it. I'm not thrilled. Right, but then like 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 if we so let's say like if we were to eat breakfast together, and I got orange juice with pulp in it, what would you do? 
I mean, what else could I do but dump it on your head, break the glass, and stab you with the shark? <laughs> right. Okay. That's. I just wanted to make sure that that was that's what would happen because because yeah. I didn't want to try it. Well, yeah. Um, this is from at C Styles fifteen pod questions. McCown or Matt Ryan? Ryan gets Cleveland. Gosh. I can't believe that it's come to this. It really, but it has. I'd, uh, I'd go. I'd go Ryan. No, I'm going McCown. No, oh, man, you're making this difficult on people. Um, all right. The next question is from. At S Martinez thirty one, stuck with a muddy Bengals running back situation. Would you start both Hill and Geo or sub Lamar Miller for one of them? Question mark exclamation point question mark exclamation point. Mm. So Lamar plays Denver. Is he still? I haven't looked at his status because he's been kind of banged up, but he played a decent amount last week. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, he had a he had like ninety five total yards. Right. Uh. No, I would not start both the Bengals uh, running backs, no. Um, right. Same. I would try to see how things – I mean, I think I'd still just start Hill over Geo the way things have gone. Yeah, no, yeah, I would go Hill and Miller. Yeah. Uh, this is from at Mike Borey again. My wide receivers are Jordy, Demarius, Dez, Gordon, and Golden Tate. Should I trade Dez for Aaron Rodgers? This is a case. I mean, this is kind of what we were talking about. Clearly, he's in like a, a, a six-team league because he has Jordy. Like this is. I understand that I'm. I'm. I'm the one saying this after I said my team in a fourteen-teamer earlier in this podcast. But Jordy, Demarius, Dez, Josh Gordon, and Golden Tate. Yeah, that's. I don't understand. Sure, trade one for Aaron Rodgers. That's a case where I could. I'm. I'm fine. That's fine. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is from Rich Rebar who asked if Colt McCoy is going to live the stream again this week. F um, you, Rich. Yeah. This is James, James underscore Gordy. PPR, my wide receivers are Gordon, Jeffrey, Beckham, tight end Gronk and Kelsey. Trade Jeffrey and Kelsey for Cobb or a similar wide receiver one. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. basically, yes, you do two for ones. You're getting rid of Kelsey. You already have Gronk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys like Joy? This is from at Michael Scullin one. Do you guys like Joyke or Kelsey at the standard flex this week? I mean, anyone not named Kelsey. Right. I like Joyke. This is from Andrew Schmidt 24. Now that Tate has been claimed by blank, fill in the blank if he's claimed. So the Vikings, should I drop Sproles or Sims for him? No. No. This is at Kyle Lane. 0302 Ryan Matthews, Fred Jackson, or Crowell in PPR. Do you want to do that or do you want me to? Uh, I mean, I would lean Jackson if he's actually healthy. I'd probably go Crowell. I'm pretty high on that backfield this week. Okay. Uh, this is at Cody Spriggs. Worth it to buy low on Foster with Vereen and Wallace in a 12 team PPR. It's kind of tough to buy low on Foster, but in this case, I, like, you know, if you have if you have like a backup to Vereen, let's say, if or you know, if if you have another running back that you could fill in for Foster, I'm I'm not against this because Foster's when, when he's healthy, Foster's just as good as Demarco Murray. Yeah, uh, you're you're hoping, praying to your favorite deity that that Foster will be okay, but sure. Um, this next one 
is from at Andrew Smith 24 again. He said, one more. Drop Sproles, Sims, or Sanchez for Delaney Walker or stay the course with Kelsey? I'd stay the course there. See, he he then says that Breeze is his other quarterback, so there's really no reason to own Mark Sanchez. Yeah, what, why? Why? Yeah, so drop Sanchez for Kelsey – or for, for uh, Walker. Sorry I didn't read that part. I'm mean. Uh, this is from at – Iana Mellet, this is uh, who is going to host the podcast with you now that late round QB has joined the dark side by buying Breeze. Oh, I think boy. we've dispelled the notion of JJ as swearing off his late round quarterback uh, ways. Yes. Uh, just a few more here uh, at FF Brian 24. What's your ideal week rest of season defensive streaming strategy? So I'll just, we'll just reference back to that fake football article. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is at CT Dog Seventy. If you had Lynch with upcoming schedule, would you trade or ride out? And who are some players you would target for him? This is a question we often get, where we say, "Do not target individual players when you're trading. Target teams that need the player that you're giving up." That that's a much better guide than the, the former. Yes. Uh, this is from at Dan J Morrison Thirty One Crowell or. Or Kendall Wright. You'll probably say Wright. Crowell or Kendall Wright. Uh, I like Crowell. I'm, I'm pretty big on Crowell. I mean, Crowell clearly has the floor there. Right. And yeah. I'm, I like floors. I, yeah, no, I, I'll go with you on this one. And then the last one we already answered. It was Tanny McCown or Orton from from Ginger Sauce for you. And I said Tanny, you said McCown. So that's all of them, Denny. Wow. It only took uh, 97 minutes. 97 minutes to get through our questions tonight. So, all right. Well, that sounds good. Let's uh, let's tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, at CD Carter 13 on Twitter. And uh, you can find defensive stuff uh at the fakefootball.com i also write for xn sports and four for four.com sweet and i'm jj zacharyson you can find me on twitter at late round qb and my work over at numberfire.com that's about it though denny are you ready to get a milkshake are you or actually let's go get some orange juice no we will not. We will stick milkshakes because we cannot agree on orange juice. Okay, that's fine. Milkshakes it is. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in week 13. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long. It's fast. For more fantasy football.